Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Denise, that's, that group is called the Voices of Praise. Under Rayshon's leadership. They sung for us last, last Sunday. And two different times I heard, I heard them sing that song, My God is More Than Enough. So I told them, says, I want y'all to learn that. They learned it in two practices. They learned it in two practices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible tells us God is looking. He is searching the earth for someone that he can show himself strong through. He is looking for someone that he can manifest Jehovah Jireh through. Hallelujah. If you want to give this morning, I want to give you an opportunity. Jehovah Jireh. He is more than enough. Hallelujah. You want to step into Jehovah Jireh? He is more than enough. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is more than enough. Jehovah Jireh. We've got to get the mindset that when we sow into the offering, that that's not the last that you see of that. It's not gone. It hasn't left your life. Now, if you eat it, so to speak, when God told you to sow it, it's left your life for good. 
But when God tells you to sow something like tithes and offerings, when you sow it, it doesn't leave your life. It actually comes back to your life. It's multiplied in your life. That's the way the kingdom of God operates. The world says, hang on to it. You might need it. God says, give it. I've got more down the road waiting for you. Hallelujah. That's the kingdom of God. I saw one time, God showed me. You know, you, I don't know if y'all see things. Some of you do. You see little visions. I saw a person walking down a trail. And up ahead of them, there was gold coins being dropped onto that trail. And God said, as long as they stay on my path, they will intersect my provision. If they wander off of my path, they will miss it. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you that you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are the God of more than enough. God of more than enough. You are the God of more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the title of this word is called That's Scripture. That's Scripture. Do you believe it? Years ago, I was teaching under the leadership of Apostle Aline. I was sharing a revelation. And it was a revelation, but I didn't use scripture with it. And she, she came to me afterwards and she said, always use scripture to back up what you say. Always use scripture to back up what you say. Because people can't argue with scripture. So the title of this message is that scripture. Do you believe it? That's scripture. Let's look at Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. Hallelujah. It says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All Scripture is given 
by inspiration of God. When it says by inspiration, it means God breathed. God breathed it. God released it out of his mouth. All scripture. We got to get a hold of that one scripture before we can believe anything else. That all scripture, from Genesis 1, where it says, In the beginning, God, all the way to Revelations 22. 21, where it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. From the front to the back is the breath of God. Is the breath of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in 2 Timothy, it says, and it is profitable, which means it does us some good. It's going to bring forth some fruit. All Scripture is profitable. Y'all ever read all the begats? <laughs> We did this thing years ago to read the Bible through. Well, to read it through, you've got to read the begets. And you think, this one begat that one, this one begat this one, and this one had this one, and this one's this one's son. And you think, how is that profitable? But there's actually been studies where people have went through and looked at the names of these, and it is a picture of the life of Jesus, of the lineage of Jesus. Their names represent the lineage of Jesus. That's beyond my comprehension. <laughs> but it is profitable. Psalms 119, verse 89. Psalms 119, verse 89. It says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy word is settled in heaven. Settled means it's a military post. That means that the devil can't do anything with it. The devil can't come and steal it. It is settled in heaven. It is forever Settled in heaven. It is eternal. Hallelujah. You know, God says what he means, and he means what he says. Matashikere. And he doesn't stutter when he speaks. Hallelujah. Let's go to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. 
We all have heard this scripture. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's scripture. That is the breath of God. God said that. God released that. If my people, which is us, which is those that have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that's who is included in my people, will humble themselves. How do we humble ourselves? God, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. God, I don't know the solution to this. That's humbling ourselves instead of saying, God, I got this. Just sit back and watch me, God, I got this. No. Humbling is saying, God, I don't have this, but you do. That is humbling ourselves. It says, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. What is a wicked way? We know what sin is. We know but there's also other wicked ways. Wicked ways is whenever I choose to do it my way instead of God's way. When I choose to do it, do it without seeking godly counsel. As far as God's concerned, that's a wicked way. That's a wicked way. It's not seeking Him. It says, and will heal. It says, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And will forgive their sin and will heal their land. See, when we seek after God, there's three things he says I will do. Right there in that one verse, he says, I will hear you. I will forgive you. I will heal your land. I will heal your land. What's your land? Everything going on around you. Everything you're involved in, that is your land. That's your land. Hallelujah. That is your land. Do we believe that scripture? That's scripture. That's what the word says. Do we believe that? James 5, 16. At the end of that verse, it tells, Scripture, it tells us, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. A man that's right with God, seeking God, his prayers accomplish a lot. That's what he's saying. When I was studying this out, this question came to me, said, do we pray 
like we believe. And I heard an answer immediately. I heard, yes, we do. We pray like we believe. We pray the way that we believe. We either pray like we believe the scripture or we pray like we're not sure. But we pray the way that we believe. Do we pray with power and authority? Or do we pray with hope so? But we pray, we pray like we believe. If I believe the scriptures, I'm going to prophesy. When God gives me something, I'm going to declare it, Miss Sue. I'm going to prophesy it. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to speak it forth. I'm going to praise him over it. You know, I told you earlier about the house that we bought. I remember it was in February, January, February. It was cold. I'd worked off of evenings. We had went down. We knew that that was supposed to be our house. We had the water turned on so we could check everything. Well, I was working the evening shift. When I got off work, I had to go drain the hot water heater to make sure nothing froze and busted. You know what I was doing while I was down there draining the hot water heater and it's about 30 degrees outside? I'm down there dancing under the carport because it was my house. I believe what God said. No papers were signed. I'm down there with my coat on, just come in from work. Got the hose hooked up, draining that hot water heater under the carport in the dark, praising God. I believe what he said. I believed what he said. I'm down there declaring this is mine. That's what dancing does. Dancing on my property. This is mine. Hallelujah. When we believe the word of God, we're going to declare it. We're going to prophesy it. We're going to praise him with it. We're going to pursue it. We pursue what we believe. Listen to that. We pursue what we believe. Most of you have heard this story, but I'll tell it. Just I'll shorten it up real quick. A little bit. 
God told me that she was going to be my wife. She got sent to college two and a half hours away. I pursued what God said. I put a year's worth of driving on a car in three months. I pursued what God said. I pursued what God said. Hallelujah. So we pray the way that we believe, Miss Sue. We really do. We pray the way that we believe. I pray, I believe I have victory. I pray like I have victory. I believe I have authority. I pray like I shake I take authority. If I don't believe I have authority, I say, oh Lord, please help me defeat the devil instead of rising up and telling him to get. But I pray the way that I believe. Y'all need to grab that. You need to grab a hold of it. I pray the way I believe. Brother Allen, I know, mighty man of God, he prays the way he believes. And he believes in the power and authority of God. I've seen him lay on his face for his kids. And God come through. Because he knows God. So he prays like he knows God. Hallelujah. When I was preparing this, I heard God say, I said, there's a breakthrough right here for somebody. There's a breakthrough for somebody in their prayer life right here. There's a breakthrough for your prayer life right here. We pray like we believe. I've read two scriptures. One of them says that God will heal our land. If we humble ourselves and pray, He will heal our land. Do we pray? Do we pursue Him in prayer like we really believe He's going to heal my land? Or do we petition Him with a hope so. The scripture says, Miss Sue, that he will hear from heaven and will heal my land. He doesn't say that, well, I'll think about it and uh, I'll get back with you as to whether I'm going to heal your land or not. He says, I will. So do we pray as if I will 
is if the great I am is going to come into my situation. Do we pray that way? We can start off praying that way, but then when we don't see immediate results, we turn it loose. Been there, done that too. I'm not te teaching you anything I haven't done. Got to get a word from God, and you know you heard God. You get outside these four walls, the devil comes. Did God, just like he did Eve, are you sure God said that? You sure that wasn't just in your mind? Are you sure? And you got to rise up and say, I know God said this. I know it. He told me one time, he says, if what you see isn't what I said, I'm not through. How many times do we settle for halfway? Okay, God, you said it, but I don't see it yet, so I must not have heard you right. Instead of saying, okay, God, you said it. I believe it. I'm still going after it until I see it manifest. So we pray like we believe. That scripture says the effectual, fervent prayer. Fervent means hot. It's not a, Lord, I'm going to pray just a little bit before I fall off to sleep. I'm going to pray myself to sleep. That's not the prayer that he's talking about. He's talking about a short quarter. Thus saith the Lord, my tashik, in taking authority. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about a prayer that's backed up with the fire of heaven. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Righteous man is a... We get caught up on, on, on righteous. Righteous doesn't mean that we're perfect. It means that we're, we've got a heart for God and we're going after God. We're seeking God. We're in right standing with God. When I'm perfect, I'll be raptured. That doesn't make it, and I'm not making excuses for not being, for not pursuing God. But the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes what it was sent to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Jesus. So we really do pray like we believe. We pray like we believe. If I believe I'm going to walk in victory, I'm going to pray like I'm going to walk in victory. And guess what? I walk in victory. Look at David. 
The Bible tells us that David was a small man. You know, Saul, people picked out Saul, picked him out because he was tall and handsome and big. David was a shepherd boy. And the way they talked, David wasn't very big. He probably wasn't, he's probably not as big as I am. But David knew God, Miss Sue. Here comes Goliath standing out there challenging everyone. Massive man. Their big king was hiding. He wasn't out there facing Goliath. The whole Israelite army was terrified of Goliath. David had been spending time with God. He'd been praying. That's what praying is, spending time with God. We make it into a law that we got to, I don't know. Praying is just spending time with God, Charlotte. Spending time having a conversation with God back and forth. We talk, God talks. We talk, God talks. That's prayer. David had been spending time with God, so when he saw Goliath, Goliath might have been, as far as David's concerned, he should, he, could have, he should have been that big. David didn't care if he was seven feet tall because he prayed the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man took out Goliath. But he took out a lion and a bear before he got to Goliath. God doesn't throw you out there just... He lets you start at a, somewhere small. A lion and a bear ain't too small. But he had already taken out a lion and a bear in the name of Jesus, in the name of God Almighty. So when he come up before Goliath, like, who is this? Who is this? That's what he said. Who is this? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would defy the armies of heaven? It wasn't that defies me. It's that defies God. David prayed. David acted like he prayed. David responded the way he prayed. David won the victory. <laughs> That's right, Miss Elder Sandra. We pray the way that we believe. Hallelujah. I've got a couple more pages, but I'm staying right here. I'm going to say it till we get it. <laughs> we literally pray the way that we believe.
We always talk about Peter stepping out the boat on the word of God. Do you know that's not the first time he stepped out on a word? He was in Jesus on the shore preaching to all those people. And he got in Peter's boat and says, push out from the bank well, I, so I can speak to these people. After he got through speaking to the people, Jesus told Peter to launch out into the deep and cast your nets. Now, here Peter is. Jesus is a carpenter. Peter's a fisherman. And Peter says, told him, says, we have fished all night and haven't caught anything. But then he said, nevertheless, at your word, I'll do it. At your word. He stepped, he pushed out, launched into the deep, dropped his nets, and caught more fish than his boat could hold. He had to call another one to come help. Peter stepped out on the word. I don't know if that's the first time, but see, stepping out of the boat on the word wasn't the first time. He had already done so. Stepped out on a word. Jesus said, launch into the deep. What is the deep? The deep is the deep things of God. That's what's represented there. It's where the miracles, it's where the supernatural took place. He didn't say fish up here around the shallows. He said fish out there in the deep into the supernatural realm. That's what believing God will do. That's what believing these scriptures, when it says the prayer of a righteous man will avail much, that's stepping into the supernatural realm. That's when things happen that you can't explain. I'll go back to our house again. Tell you a little bit more about that story. We went and looked at that house. Come find out it had been repossessed by the bank. Floors were messed up in it. There was one place you could even see the ground through the floor, Miss Sue. Nobody wanted it. We talked around to some people and well, it was Mr. Austin. He said, I can fix that. I can, I, can take, I can fix that. So we talked to the bank. The bank was going to have to fix it if they couldn't buy, find somebody to sell it to. Uh-huh. So the bank was ready to get rid of it, Miss Sue, at a good price. To keep things legal and right, they told us, we sat down and talked to them, and the man says, and you know when people are telling you the truth and when they're trying to get over on you, the banker guy, the, whoever he was, sat down and says, we've got to have this much. This is the lowest that we can take for this house. He says, but I've got to have it, put it up for auction to keep the paperwork legal. Says, okay, 
So we set an auction day over there at the courthouse in Hamburg. The real estate agent, Pastor Dana and myself were at the courthouse. Nobody else showed up. And they had to run it in the paper, you know. Had to, had to let it be known that this house is going up for auction. Nobody showed up. We offered them what they said, they, the least amount they could actually take for it. They accepted it, which of course they would. All because we had prayed, and it's like we knew this was ours. God is awesome, y'all. The prayer of a righteous man avails much. You want to step over into another realm of prayer? You want to step into a realm of authority? You want to step into a realm of declaring? You want to move out of hope so prayer into I know prayer? Every prayer Jesus prayed was answered. Why? The answer is real simple. <laughs> he heard God and prayed what God said. Everything he did prospered because he heard God did what God said. That's what it takes right there. If you want to step out, if you want to up your prayer game, if you want to call it that, you want to up your authority in your prayer. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.